Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Yeah, so let me go ahead and jump into the wiki about him. Uh, this will be great. Uh, well, don't hit your head. <laughs> uh, Andy Samberg is an American actor, filmmaker, musician, and comedian. He is a member of the comedy group The Lonely Island and was a cast member Patrick. on... Sa- what, what, Pat. what happened? What's happening? No. What? This, the po- We're not doing a podcast about Andy Samberg. But that's what you. That's why we no, were talking about. No, I said Adam Sandler. Yeah, the guy from uh, Your Boy or whatever it is. <laughs> that SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what Adam I'm talking about. Adam Sandler. No, no, Andy Samberg. The guy from Hotel Transylvania and Hotel Transylvania 2. Oh, crap. We got to record this podcast. Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Patrick Hasty, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, that's just the theme song by Heels, buddy. Memphis. Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, that's the only 10 I hear. <laughs> Memphis. I um, tell you what, the, yeah. uh, I was listening to uh, one of my older playlists the other day and that uh, off with their heads yeah that banger came on and uh man that's just a uh great song yeah Heels. yeah memphis tennessee hell yeah very good if you guys haven't heard it go listen to that album i think they got a new one out they got a couple fantastic band hell yeah. yes um how are you Me? bucky bucky i am fantastic i didn't want to set off the fucking uh Oh, is he singing alarms again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I Last gotcha. time, I tried to do that really hyped up, yeah. extended fantastic, and, uh, you know, Boy, the, get, they're trying time, to shut me down. They're trying to trying to quiet me up. Trying to cancel you. That's right. The, uh, boy, something that should be canceled, that fucking chipmunk episode. What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to the, did you listen to the, the berserk I did leg version. That's the only. I wish all of our episodes uh, were yeah. just. Uh, we had a bootleg chipmunk version. It was Number pretty. One, it was quicker. Yeah. Number two, uh, I think our I think our chipmunk voices play off of each other pretty well. Yeah. Well, it's our real voices just sped up to a certain thing. You know. Yeah. Uh boy, yeah, that was that chipmunk. was exciting. I think yeah. I was pretty high when I was like the whole time that night, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I wanted the hula hoop. Oh, yeah. Well, I was trying to think of like, would it be funny to have a new podcast that's like the other chipmunks? And it's like, we're not Alvin and Simon and Theodore. We're not, you know, Chip and Dale. We're just like yeah. these other two guys. I'm Ted the chipmunk. And yeah. This is Jerome. This is Jerome. And we never got to make it. We never got our due. Yeah. I could sing skateboard. Mm-hmm. I want I a hula hoop. Yeah. I was the best <laughs> skateboarder. Yeah. Anywho. <sighs> big weekend uh, or day late Felt no. up one of the chipettes second base with <laughs> Jeanette the the chubby one. Oh, which one was that what's her name there's Jeanette there's uh-huh. uh Brittany and then the of other one, the rest I'm just I just agree with you on all of those and Peggy oh yeah who could forget Peggy the chipmunk that's not it that's from the chipette Hamilton um buddy Tell me, okay, day late, dollar short on the podcast because we decided to take the holiday. Um, now it's Monday as we record. Oh How, boy. What was your week? What was your weekend? Give me it. Get into oh. it. 
here is my weekend. You can't even get a, a fart sound out without your audio kiboshing it. It did it. Damn it. It yeah. was a turd noise. I turded yeah. it up. Well, I got some things accomplished. And beyond that, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty great. Like, this is like, I, I did replace my window that got broken out over the winter. Whoa. How did it break yeah, out? Did I you can know? do that. Well, I mean, we don't know. Your, we came what, home and it was what, broken. Did one of your neighbors it was the in, it? No, it was the inside of the window. Oh. So that, uh yeah, I think either the severe cold or the dog did something. I don't know. Oh no. Anyways, replaced that fucker. Yeah. Uh went to Iowa City, did <gasps> that uh show at the Sanctuary Pub. Nice. Fucking fucking great time. Good. I saw some photos. It looked good. Yeah, dude. Had a good time. Good time there. And uh fixed a window and hooked up some sign at T He's Comedy Club. Needed Very. a little electricity. But outside of that, uh, got in about eight games of college football. Nice. Uh, Iowa State Cyclones in year seven under me are now 12 and 0. Fuck yeah. And this is nothing but one star recruits doing it the hard way. Nice. This is a breakthrough season. I have the top two Heisman candidates, both of them, uh, one star Juco recruits. So uh, things are looking up. Also, uh, had a big binge weekend on the uh stranger what? thing give him oh yeah because the new episodes are out yeah yeah and that's a hefty watch i know it's a good i think their- it's a holiday weekend but like every goddamn episode's like 80 yeah. minutes 71 yeah a lot of squelching a lot of squelching i heard that kate bush is running up the hill is like flying from that show yeah. I'm running up the charts. Running up the time limit on this series for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I prefer glycerine if we're talking Kate Bush songs. Glycerine's good. Yeah. But it's not Kate. Would you I bet she ooh, I'd love to see him have her sing. Bad Moon Wrath again. Bad Moon again. Do you like that 16 Stone album? Yeah. It- it was a big uh what post post grunge. Yeah, was we talking about it? What didn't we talk all about how the color and or how uh the chemicals between us is a really good album? Was that on this podcast? Probably. Or is that some I was, that was probably you and somebody else with me just sitting there being we don't have guests out. though. It wasn't was it John Bellancini, maybe? Could have been a long time ago. It might have been when Bill and oh, boy. was on. Very possible. I've been uh I've been channeling that uh Bill and Zini top sixty four episode. Oh yeah. Uh, that we did uh, one hit wonders because yeah. uh, I've been uh, trucking through Todd in the shadow episodes on on the uh, listener, you know, on the earbuds at work. Yeah. The one hit wonderlands, which, uh, you know, a lot of good stories in there. The guy yeah. that did uh, build me up buttercup mm-hmm. wrote like six different number one songs in the 70s for like different Artists. bands. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And anyways, I just found out the other day, you know, that song, uh, people who died. Yeah. Punk song from this eighties. Those are people who died, died. That's Jim Carroll who wrote. Oh, I love uh, in living color. He wrote the bait. He wrote the basketball diaries, basketball diaries. Oh, right. He's an author and he wrote that movie. And he also was in a punk band in the eighties. No clue. Didn't know that. I love that song. I just didn't know that's where it came from. Huh? Um, but yeah, that's about it. Lazy and uh, and selectively productive. Cool. I uh, 
my mother-in-law was in town. So we that was fun. We hung out. Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. She's hung out. She's been here a bunch of times now. So a lot of the stuff that you do when you have family come, we've done. So this time it was just kind of a more of a chill hangout. Also, she's retired now, so she didn't need to get back. So she was here yeah. for like a full week. Usually she's only here for like five, six days. Um, but it was really fun. We had a lot of dinners, went out a lot for dinners. And then, um, oh, boy. Buddy. Yeah. Did you get the French fries? I got some French fries. Yeah, I got some pastas. I went to Pizza Secret. Hey, nice. if you're in Brooklyn, my favorite place to eat is a, an Italian place called Pizza Secret. The secret is it rocks. And you know what else the secret is? I don't get the pasta. I get the what is it called? They're like potato dumplings. What's that called? Noki. Oh, yeah. OK. I get the gnocchi uh, with the ch- cheese sauce or tomato sauce. You get you like a pierogi, Patrick? I kind of do. I like them in theory, but I don't know if I've had one recently. Oh, I mean, they're up my alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Um, But so we so we had a lot of fun with that. But then here's the deal. Yeah, you know me. I'm a huge fucking Mets fan, right? Like oh, the biggest, the biggest. I I love Alonzo and Scherzinger and Linden. Um, And so one thing we had never done with these moms, we'd never gone to a major league baseball game here. So on Saturday, we got uh, Janelle and then mixing of the universes, a real multiverse of madness. We got uh, hamburgers, Katie and Gideon and little Robley. And we all went to a fucking baseball game out at City Field now, and it ruled. I'll tell now, you what. Did you do, do your truck driver bit? I did the truck driver bit. What'd you get to eat? I OK, honestly, I just had French fries. I swear to God, last time I was there, they had a veggie dog, but they don't have them anymore. Yeah. Um, How are the price prices doing almost two years into the Biden presidency? Yeah, man, uh, I spent like 70 bucks there, dude. uh, I enjoy going to a ballpark at Old City Field, but uh, boy, they let you know that, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. They put in a a new Tom Seaver statue and I get I'm like, well, I guess I got to start paying for that. So they raised everything a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the game rocked. It, uh, it was very fun. Little Robley's like at the perfect age where like he's there to have fun now. Yeah. Um, and uh, Janelle loved it. She hadn't been to a game peanut in years. Shells at him. That's always fun. Had a lot of fries, had a lot of ice cream, the little, the little cups, um, the little hats, helmets, you know. And oh, then yeah. what was great was in the, the seventh started downpouring, pouring rain. Half the people left the stadium, right? Half the people went down into the catwalks. Oh, yeah, I know where this is going. And then there was a goddamn home run during it and it rocked, you know, like me and Gideon stayed because we're real fans, you know, and uh, just I got video of the whole stadium going nuts. Like half the seats are full because everybody else is in in the concourses and we're all just jumping around, dancing, yelling, screaming about the Mets. It was awesome. I love that. Yeah, I loved it. uh, Nothing. There's just something about uh, being the people that survive a rain delay. Yeah. At a sporting event. And then you kind of just get kind of get uh, a little more chaotic. You get to go wherever you want to. Once you're so, once you're absolutely soaked in a public setting, the vibe yeah. shifts, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I remember yeah. going to a game. One of the first games I went to Wrigley Field as a kid, uh, it was a rain delay and I mm-hmm. uh, was able to get down like front row elbows on the dugout. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. We it was really fun, had a blast. And then uh today, old Monday day, I went ahead and uh 
I uh, went to the park, met up with some people we're friends with, some the your Kath Barbadoros and your uh, oh, yeah. Citrix and Twities, your Davids love, of the world. I, I love a big old uh, park group meetup. Yeah, it was fun. And then I ha- I left that. I, I ghosted that meetup a little early to go to the little cinema and watch a film about a Top Gun. Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Um, but yeah, so I saw that. Uh, and then, yeah, just really just... I feel like my head's in a good place. I feel hydrated. I feel happy. I, I can see it. it's right between your shoulders on yeah. top of your neck. Yeah. Between my hat and my neckline where it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, just real fun little week. Uh, I feel like I hung out with. Oh, yeah. On Wednesday. That's a fun thing. Then uh, old Nasser Khan did uh, Wacky Shack on Wednesday. So I went and hung out with him. Nice. That's Boy. a good crew. Brother, burn the, the house down. Fucking close the show out. Destroyed. I'll say that. That's good to hear. Got videos of it. Uh, hung out with a lot of people. Saw Kenny DeForest. I haven't seen him since pre-pandemic. Well, you, uh, you can only hang- see him from the trees. Oh, that's pretty good. That's right. That's uh, he right. just he just recorded a, st- a special on Friday night, I think, at the gutter. So a lot of yeah, cool shit happening. Yeah, I did a nice big long set. It was one of my favorites uh, since I've been back in comedy for Good. almost almost a year. You've been videoing him? No, because I started, uh, I do longer stuff. So yeah. I started using uh, my phone as a notepad. Yeah, I hear you. Because nobody cares about that. That's what's great about comedy now. Like if you took a notepad up yeah, and like looked at it, people were like, oh, what's this guy doing? He's looking at notes. But everybody just takes their fucking phone up. Yeah, I like. There's a lot of a lot of talk about this whole everybody just posting reels of their stand up now. I love it. I'm gonna be honest. I it's a hundred percent what I've been wanting since I started comedy. Yeah, everybody should be able to do that. Instant However, gratification. What I hate is yeah. the algorithm behind the motherfucker. Yeah, because I see like I don't care. You know, I a lot of the times I like just to support. You know, yeah. so I see a friend doing a thing, a yeah. video. I'm not trying to watch your fucking video. I don't yeah. do anything really audio uh, in my Instagram scroll. Yeah. So I'll, but I'll like a reel here and there. Yeah. And now my fucking feed, it's got real, really real up in there. They like got it's, real. it does too many suggested reels now. Yeah. And I don't want no suggested accounts, man. Yeah. I want more. I hear that. If you, Give me more fucking toy accounts. God damn it. That's what I like scrolling by. I my Instagram is very I'm I think I'm just better. Maybe not better, but I think I've just um, rigged my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook feeds perfectly where I've muted and deleted so many people and things I don't like that. I never really see shit I don't care about and reels. I don't mind when I see them because I'm, you know, I'll watch it if I want to, but most of the time I'll just buzz on. Yeah, by. but there I get tons of reels for people I don't follow and I could. The thing I don't like at and it's all, all comedians. If you're a comedian and I don't know you, I don't I ever want to see your stand up. Yeah, I never want to. If hear we don't know get... each other's first names, I don't want to know you exist. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to meet you in a green room or fucking at hell's door. At the oh, River yeah. Sticks, you know, and then you're fucking awesome. We we talk for 90 yeah. seconds and you're my favorite comedian. Oh, that's what's so fucked right now about New York is I was at hanging out at Wacky Jack and I meet a guy and I'm like, oh, hey, and we had a lot of friends in common. And I was like, so you you live in there? You move here? And he's like, yeah, like about a year and a half ago. I was like, yeah, that's how it works, man. Hey, I'm Patrick. I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> I'm figuring it out, dog. Uh, but it was great. Kevin and Mary getting married soon. They co-hosted that night. Yeah. 
and ha- oh boy, you talk about two people that have a fun energy together. You know, it was no Sam and Dan as hosted Instatacular. You know what I'm saying? Like it was uh-huh. a good mix of two two people who know each other and know how to make each other funny. It was great. Um, so that was really good. Uh, but other than that, you know, May's wrapping up. Today's my mom's birthday. Yeah. That's why I didn't do shit. Going to uh, Milwaukee next weekend. That's right. For the, yeah. you got all those tickets for the Bucks finals and then. It, oh yeah, I know. I guess the know? Bucks stopped here. And by here, I mean the quarterfinals of the Eastern conference. <laughs> Does that sound like somebody who is that? Like Billy Crystal or something? It sounds more like a bad Eddie Murphy. That's what it is. I mix Billy Crystal and Eddie Murphy up. They're both black guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Black Crystal. Yeah. Remember when B- Billy Crystal wore blackface at the Oscars like in 2012? I wonder what movie they almost got put in together. Probably 48 Hours. <laughs> I bet. Or Running Scared. Oh, yeah. I could see Eddie Murphy being the Gregory Hines character. Mm-hmm. But I love Gregory Hines. Yeah, yeah. Great catch up. Rest and in power. Dancing. Hell of a tap dancer. That's for sure. I had uh, I, I had that one of those uh, half a weeks when I was like really into uh, watching tap dancing on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, Gregory Hines. Speaking of tap dancing, a mutual friend of the show, Jen Welch and I, in 2019, we went to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and did stand up comedy together. We did like four shows, right? Well, Reen just bounced. He just fucking left the video. So what happened was me and Jen go to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. And we're there doing stand up. We do a handful of shows, but this one show was at a house party. We do the show. It's fun. It's great. It's fucking full of college kids. Everyone's having a blast. I told the story on the podcast when I have because I didn't have any merch except for the old nostalgic front buttons that didn't say the name of the show. So it was just me handing out buttons that just had a picture of Reem and me, but nothing else on it. Um, but it was great. Since that night, fucking whatever, March 2019, 2018, two of the four comedians that were on that show are famous now. Not me, not Jen, but fucking... Scott Seas, who's fantastic, who's the guy you might have known him from those those videos where it's like the guy that works at uh, 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 what's that place called? Ikea. And it's like, hey, can you check in the back? And he's like, no, I can't check in the back. I mean, he's in that fucking new movie about the cocaine bear. And he's great. He was great. Then he's just, you know, wasn't famous then. But then I come and find out that the other goddamn guy, the other goddamn guy on the show, this guy, Lyle. He's fucking famous as a gecko. He's a gecko. Wears a gecko suit and then talks on Twitch. He's got like 100 million followers. He fucking interviews famous people all the time. And then me, I'm on this podcast. I don't even have a co-host right now. I'm standing here talking to fucking no one. It's a goddamn nightmare. That's what it is. It's a goddamn nightmare. Um, I, I see that Reem is saying that uh, he found out his computer wasn't plugged in so apparently it has died and he's now remedying it i assume well 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 so anyways uh you and jen welch in philadelphia oh i've already told the story reem
trending. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, what do you got, buddy? Give me your trends. We're real professional. You know, I don't have too much because uh, we got a whole lot of like shit that we just saw, you know, like and there wasn't too much. Here's all I pulled up from the old resources that I go with. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Let me hear it. Shoot it out. Well, uh, we got uh, Futurama, mm. uh, as you know, is coming back. Joe DiMaggio did not get the pay raise he was going for, but everybody's glad that he went for it. Uh, yeah. What's crazy, Hulu considered a rotating guest voices for Bender. Yeah, what a, that would have been fucking nothing. That would have been sucked. fucking weird. Would have sucked. Would have been weird. That's all, um, I, that's all I was able to find. The Other than or- that. The Orville's coming back this week. Ooh. It's on Hulu now, and it'll probably be better, I assume. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane hates Fox, even though he still has to have Family Guy on it. Hey, this guy, Fox. Yeah, this guy, Fox. Um, what else do we got going on? Now, of course, we can talk about what we watch. Oh, is it because of uh, like Fox News? <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't like them. That's a huge part of it. Okay. Um, and he made a comment about like how it's embarrassing to him that Family Guy made them so much money that they could then just start doing like the mask singer, the great American sound off oh, or yeah. whatever the fuck all yep. this stuff is. Um, but I don't know, man. Money is money, you know? Go go put out another Sinatra album, dude. Yeah. He, there's no like yeah. he didn't die on 9-11 and he's a billionaire, you know? Yeah, there it is. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's all you really want. All I life. can ask for is fucking content, dude. That's right. I can't um, even keep up with everything. I uh, how did you feel now this week? Two episodes of a little uh Star Wars program called Obi-Wan Kenobi dropped. What do you think? I'm gonna be honest. Are you kidding? Can I be honest with you? Did you not watch it? I have not watched it yet. You fucking stupid bitch. It's a hard my fucking wife's been around the whole time. You can take the fucking Iowa State Cyclones. On a video game that came out when Obama was president. And ha- you can cry, but you you can't find time to watch possibly seven episodes two of Stranger Things. And that's the worst show. Stranger Things sucks. I've never seen it. I don't think so. Don't you think I look kind of like that guy from Stranger Things? That one fat shit kid? Oh, yeah, kind of. Just tell me. Tell me what you think. Of Obi-Wan. Um, okay. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. Okay? I did not see it yet. <laughs> Just kidding. I am 100% <laughs> kidding. I watched it because I'm a real fan. You're a uh-huh. fake fan. I'm a real fan, you know. Um, uh, you're part of the fa- the Phantom Menaces of the it, Star Wars universe. I'm part of Yeah, the, well, I'm. it's because it's produced by Kathleen Kennedy. You're one of the Attack of the Clone Clowns. Cl- uh, clowns. I'm one of the real fans. I I liked it a lot. The first two good. episodes I thought were great. I think Obi-Wan's cool. I think the tone and the story feels really good. Um, it feels better than... Um, is that what the buzz is saying, too? I have not seen the buzz. I've been I'm putting sick up of it. Uh, buzz blinders. I'm sick of it. I'm not going to fucking pay attention. I saw mm-hmm. some meme that the second episode was slow. And I'm like, eat shit. I had fun. I love the uh uh the way the inquisitors are there's this whole thing okay I'll spoil i don't want to spoil it if you don't know but there's a thing that's why well, you got to watch this shit so we could talk about it buddy it's what this fucking podcast is for but something happens 
And everyone on the internet is like, oh, they're breaking Star Wars lore. And it's like, yeah, or maybe, maybe all these people with the force can make something that looks like it happened didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking, but uh, I really love the, oh boy, buddy, you got it. (laughs) It's very good. I know. I know. Okay, here's what I'm gonna fucking spoil to finish, shit for. I had Look to it. finish I'm, fucking Moon Knight. All right, I'm go spoiling ahead. stuff for you. I'm not spoiling at all. I'll I'll not tell you the story, but here's the idea. What do you think the story is for Obi Wan? He's trying to hide. There's yeah. inquisitors running around mm-hmm. trying to find him. Ah, oh, fuck, you got it. That's well, yeah. That's what it's going on. <laughs> no, here's the story. Okay, hold on. I got. Oh golly. Oh no. I just got a breaking news from Luke Ritter. And I do not know what it was, but this is what Luke Ritter has just messaged me. We have not talked in two weeks. (laughs) Did you hear the new information about the June 6th insurrection? They're now saying Gideon Hambright started it. Makes sense. Makes sense. I just got that message out of the blue. He shared a wagon with... Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he loves that guy. Okay, so here you go, Reem. This is the story. Okay, speaking of Reagan and Star Wars. Obi-Wan lives on Tatooine. Yeah. He's 10 years on. He's older. And he is not in a good place mentally. <laughs> he has not used the force in 10 years. He has not. He buried his lightsaber. Old in man the, Logan. He Yeah, he buried his lightsaber out in the middle of the desert. There's a part where he, he works, he cuts up an old whale. That's his money. That's his like job. And there's a part where the boss is bullying another guy and he doesn't even like stand in. Like he's just like, eh, fuck it. Let this guy get bullied. Who cares? And then um, well, guess what happened? Now we see Luke, he's playing a game. We see uh uh Owen yell at him and tell Obi-Wan to leave him alone, you know. Basically, yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan made a deal with Lo- o- Owen when they gave him the baby that at some point he would need to be trained. Now Owen's like, fuck that. I don't want you to train him. I don't want this to happen. Look what happened with Anakin. And so Obi-Wan's like, but he needs to be trained, even though he kind of doesn't want to do it because he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't believe in the force or or in the uh, Jedi anymore. Well, guess what else we happen to see? Sure. We see a little boy named Luke fucking around. Darth Vader. No, we go to a little planet called Alderaan and we see a little girl named Leia with a lot of spunk that's going to be the breakout fucking character of this whole series that would rule basically what happens is in the first two episodes flee from Red Hot Chili Peppers who I am calling flee 3PO (laughs) kidnaps Leia for reasons and then uh, Organa old Jimmy Smith's goes and begs Obi-Wan to go kid, to go rescue her. So okay. then he's going on. So it becomes a mission of Obi-Wan trying to find and rescue Leia. And they have a bunch of great scenes together. It's a little girl actress, but she's really good. And she, un, it's like, she gets the Leia role. Says she's definitely. So he's her only hope. It's awesome. And there's also this like weird thing of like, boy, she doesn't fully believe who he is. She doesn't believe that he's like there to help her. Cause she doesn't know good. what the fuck's going on. But there's a potential where he just she knows him as like Ben Kenobi. So there is a possibility that she doesn't know that Obi-Wan, who she's trying to get help from in A New Hope, is this guy. 
We're getting a whole buttload of Disney Plus stuff this week. I oh, am. Yeah. What else is coming out this week? Oh, yeah, because Celebration is going they on. They had the Ahsoka fucking featurette. I didn't even know about. Just found out about. It's not out yet, though, right? Oh, okay. Well, I, they had I, the it was Andor. Shown, it was shown, but they haven't released it on the internet. So there was like bootlegs, but I haven't seen. The well, you want to talk about trailers that look good, both Andor and the Bad Batch. Yep. Bad Batch looks fucking great. Yeah. Ben, uh, Bad Batch looks great. I think Andor is going to be really fun. Yeah, uh, I think Andor has a chance to really be its own thing. Yeah, which is all I want from Star Wars. Same thing is is uh, you know, <laughs> what different stuff? You know, John Watts, the director of Spider Man's, his series is uh, they have a name for it now. It's called like Skeleton Crew or something. Yeah. Skeleton something. Um, and it's supposed to be good, and it's going to be set during the Mandalorian and it's going to be about a bunch of kids like Goonies style kind of almost it's going to yeah. be about a bunch of kids who kind of have to do shit out in the universe um but it's not be part one of our of biggest this. Star Wars years in a yeah in a minute here coming up but uh here's the deal though I never wanted to not be I never thought I'd get sick of it because Star Wars is always happening, but like I didn't have to read all the comics or I could read a YouTube video yeah. and then understand it. I am now, I don't want, I really hope we don't have happened to Star Wars what is happening to Marvel. That like, I do not give a fuck about whatever the next, I don't, I, I want to watch it. I think it's cool, but I am, I have not, I'm not like killing myself to see She-Hulk. I'm not killing myself to see even Moon Knight, which I liked and enjoyed. I didn't find myself watching it at, you know, day of and having to watch the episode because yeah. there's just so much that when you think back, it's like, wait a minute, I've already seen all of Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Oh, yeah. I, I've already given you guys fucking 40 hours of my life this the year. The capitalists have already like oversaturated like uh, the funness of like superheroes of 10 years ago to where mm -hmm. now, like for better or worse, it's it, it, there's a little less special on everything, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause there is everything, you know? And, uh, yeah. Which is why I kind of think that I think, I don't know how this would work and this is not what's going to happen. I'm not saying that this is my idea of what's going to happen. Here's what I think should happen is, you know, like a crisis on infinite earths in the DC universe yeah. where like all the different earths had the issue and they were disappearing. And so they all combined to become one. I think we need a, a reverse one of those in the Marvel MCU where it's and then everybody gets Spider-Man. Everybody gets their own. And then it doesn't have to matter as much. It doesn't yeah. like, and it becomes, it's like new creatives. Kevin Feige isn't the blood runner on that's, it all, you know, that's why Spider-Man, the new direction of Spider-Man's fucking great. Yeah, where I agree. They pretty much hit like a reset button to a degree. I think uh, I saw and like, have we are we over interconnected universes to a degree? I mean, I'm not. That, that's over why it. I, I kind of like what DC was doing for like a year that like in the Shazam days, you mm -hmm. know, where uh, they're just like. Yeah, they don't all have to look the same and feel the same, but like... Well, that's what it, I feel like Marvel kind of was doing really well when it came to like Ragnarok, uh, Homecoming, 
or no far from home ragnarok oh, yeah and then the infinity war and but but now it's like i don't know how the fuck i want to watch thor love and thunder but i'm like is it gonna suck is it gonna just be another big ass same beats movie i don't know uh because uh thor uh the last thor ragnarok was you know ragnarok and both of the guardians i feel are the our mcu at their best yeah at least we got those on the horizon you know yeah uh it those are like the more risk taker ones i don't i don't think they've been able to do that as much like uh even dr strange was like half reeled in you know what i mean yeah 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 i hear you they got to do a lot of fun cool stuff but it was still a little bit uh homogenized at the same time which is weird to say but uh one one thing i am excited about uh with us having this conversation as far as a lot of this media goes is uh when some ip comes out and they bring it back and you're not really expecting much from it then you see the willow trailer and you're like holy fuck i'm psyched for the willow trailer yeah you know it looks great there's nothing like that going on. And you know what it reminds me of? And I wish I felt better about it. But remember when Netflix did the. Uh, oh, what the fuck is it? The Skeksis. What is that called? Dark Crystal. When Netflix did yeah. the Dark Crystal series. I didn't love it, but I was like, yeah, this is what I want to fucking see. I want to see yeah. them taking it. Like, I love Star Wars, whatever. But like, give me a fucking universe based on like these other things, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the Willow trailer looks get awesome. a last Starfighter movie where somebody finds a fucking the the video game and has to fucking fight again. Yeah, man. Remember how good Future Man was? It was that show. The, kicked ass. I loved Wolf. All time yeah. character. Yeah. That third season, though, was wacky when they're at Iowa State. They go to Iowa State a whole yeah. bunch. Like I enjoyed it, but Iowa State University is a major plot point. You know what? I hate the Hulu commercial for it. There, you, there's a Hulu commercial that plays all the time that has clips from Future Man in it. And it's uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln saying, this is the worst theater experience I've ever been to. And it's like, yeah, we get it. It was like a yeah. shitty joke in the show. And now you're bleeding it like that's what the whole show is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I love that thing. I hope people enjoyed it. Um, well, speaking of series that you didn't really an older IP. And then yeah. it's back and you really didn't expect much out of it. At least I didn't. I think we both saw a, Top a, Gun. A, a lot of people didn't. I, all right. What do you think of it? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I think we're going to talk about it in length in a future episode. But yeah, I I mean, here's the deal. I The hype I, kept coming and I was like, really? You know, we, we've kind of talked like, about this on here, but I think I love Tom Cruise. He's and pretty great. When I heard this was coming out, I was like, eh, I want to see it, but whatever. And then I watched the trailer for the new Mission Impossible, and I was like, this looks fucking good. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll see what people say. And then it just kept getting positive reviews from people I like and people I Tremendous know. Tremendous reviews. So I fucking went this, I went this afternoon, and I mean, I don't know, but I'd say it's really up there. It is. I like it. Uh, it, it was one of the better theater experiences I've ever had. This is stupid. I, but it was the first time I went to an IMAX. It was loud as hell. This is stupid. It's pretty. I'm sorry. I want to say I enjoyed it more than the first one. I think I don't give a fuck about the first Top Gun, but the second one kicked ass. Oh, I don't know, man. It's hard to beat that. The uh, first one's not bad. Timeless cheese. 
But I feel like this one builds off. I mean, it's definitely benefits the first one. Yeah. But I think this one did all the stuff the first one did. And then also heightened and better and better store better. I don't know. I loved it. Oh, the better um, story for sure. Especially the, in the third act, the big, the big oh, final yeah. set piece. I and mean, I love the whew. bad guys are just the generic bad guy. They never show them or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. Uh, and then it was pretty perfect as far as, uh, like it knew when to be nostalgic because you have to. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't full of that shit. The one thing that threw me off, and I know, like I said, we will probably talk about this in the long run, but I spent most of the movie being like, who the fuck is this? Why is Jennifer Connelly here? Who the fuck is this? And I was like, is that supposed to be Kelly McGillis's character just recast? And then after a while, I Googled it. I in the theater, I Googled it and I was like, nope, it's a new character. And then yeah. I was totally fine with it. Because yeah, I told like, you that like right away. When? At the bar, they're like, oh, it's been a while yeah. since I saw you. But I still thought it was supposed to be some connection to the beginning. They would have had a blonde. No, when he came back as a teacher. Yeah. Wait, when was that? Uh, they just referenced it. He taught at Top, Top Gun, Gun School. for a couple years. Yeah, yep. for like a years. But yeah. yeah, it was fucking great, man. And it's funny, too, because uh, I didn't work friday because uh we're working uh four tens and uh, i was like man i love going to movie theaters on opening weekend on a friday afternoon because they're typically pretty pretty empty yeah and i can go wherever i want and for whatever fucking reason yeah top gun maverick was bucking the trend i was like why the fuck is this theater so fucking full on a friday afternoon i realized it's because it's full of fucking boomers bunch of retired motherfuckers having the day off not going just, into Top Gun. Not just retired motherfuckers. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. A lot yeah. of places gave you Thursday after, or Friday afternoon off. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you got to be a real dork to fucking cut out straight to the theater. Trust me, it's typically empty. So, yeah, but. Uh, I'm excited. I, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for the new. See edition. it in the loudest theater you can. I saw it at Nighthawk and it was really yeah. good. Um. I walked from the park. I walked from like, I walked like 25 minutes from like one in because we were doing a meetup in the park and I was like, well, I'll go to Nighthawk. It's right by the park. But it was that thing where like, okay, well, we're on the exact opposite side of the park. And so I walked 25 minutes to the theater. I'm sweating. It's like 90 degrees out. I'm soaked with sweat. I go in there. I sit down as Tom Cruise is like, enjoy the film, everybody. Nice. And then I order an ice cream. Cause I'm dying. I order a Sprite and I order a fucking burger. And by the time I get my ice cream, I am absolutely frozen because the theater rocked and I was no longer hot and sweaty. So then I just froze while eating my ice cream all through that third act. Yeah. It was great. Really great time. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then other trending stuff. I sure there's stuff we're missing, but Celtics. Yeah. Celtics Celt and the Warriors. Celtics pulled did it you out. Watch Game Seven. I did. I rooted really hard for Game Seven because my, yeah, yeah Stacy and her mom were were wanted um, the Celtics win Game Six. Uh huh. But I wanted to see a Game Seven because I like watching these teams play each other, um, and I really like both teams a lot. I think they're both great teams full of great players. So I think and I'm going to uh, root for the Celtics going to the final. You know, win in the finals. Raiders worked out Kaepernick. I saw that. Good. Yeah, that's cool. That would be um, a dope backup quarterback guy would get that jersey immediately just because I know it would piss off people. Yeah, you get you keep getting kicked out of more fantasy football groups. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, 
I was shopping yesterday for a, uh, a a new hat. I'd like to get a penguins hat that is a little more flashy than the one I have. Yeah. And so I went into lids and it was fun. They had a I took a picture of it. I haven't posted it yet, but uh, they had a up on the wall, like a bunch of jerseys, you know, of different jerseys they sold. And they had a Mahomes jersey. And then right next to it, they had a Charlie Conway Mighty Ducks jersey. And I was like, nice. Wow. They know they know you. Yeah, they're trying to get my money. And I, at the Mets game, I bought I wanted to buy buddy. I wanted to buy a legit Mets jersey shirt, you know? Uh-huh. You got to get the 80s one with the big stripes down the shoulder. I just wanted any of them because, you know, me, I've been wearing that white primo cheese Mets shirt that I found on the ground in 2015. So I've been wearing it to all these games. So I was trying to buy it. These fuckers are 150 bucks. If you want to buy a Mets jersey for a player that's not on the team anymore. Yeah, it's 200 bucks. Just get a T-shirt jersey. That's what I did is I bought a T-shirt yeah. jersey of guess who I bet. What Met do you think I bought a T-shirt jersey for? Keith Hernandez. No way. Keep going. Mookie Wilson. No, best Met we ever had other than Tom Seaver. Doc Gooden. Closer. Daryl Strawberry. That's the one. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, the I got a strawberry. Way to follow your nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was really excited for that. And then... Uh, yeah, just had a good time all together. Um, trending stuff. Not really know what else is going on. Hockey's uh, ramping up. I think the uh, Sadly, Oilers made it through. Uh, Ray Liotta passed away. As well. Oh, yeah. That fucking sucked. Of uh, uh, Field of Dreams and did you go? Fellas. Did you go back and read like your uh, your all your old Ray Liotta tweets and stuff? No, I don't think I have any Ray Liotta tweets. I have uh, a couple... Uh, it was, uh, one, uh, this is what I tweeted when he died. I was like, uh, in the, to the tune of Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. Goodbye, Ray Liotta. Get it? Cause he's dead. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had a gold one. That's really good. That, that is, uh, Hey, I'm Jay Liotta. And before you ask, no, I'm not related to the actor Ray Liotta. Oh man. I'm just kidding. He's my big brother. Hi, I'm Ray Liotta's <laughs> little brother, Jay Liotta. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Haas, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, buddy, it's time to talk about a little film called William Madison. Uh, what? Billy Madison. Oh, man, there's something. Uh-oh. Something we were supposed to do today. Have five daiquiris? No, <laughs> we did that. Hell, yeah. Nudie Magazine Day. Oh, yeah. Nudie. Um, oh, boy. Billy Madison. You know what I forgot when I rewatched this? That you, there's no reason to rewatch it because the entire movie is a fucking meme and been yeah, adopted all in my by head. the internet. It's all in my head. But the thing I literally forgot about, <laughs> we all remember the dance down the steps, right? We all remember the. What I forgot was Billy, uh, the principal, the blob says that he. Uh, I bribed him. And yeah. so he he's like, well, the jig's up, so I'm just going to stop doing it. 
So him and Norm and that other guy who's not Chris Farley, but yeah. that other fucking guy who's just in it for a while, <laughs> they're all drunk. And then Veronica Vaughn comes over and kicks the shit out of him in the pool. Yeah. And there's that great line where he's like, great. what? A- they're playing polo. Maybe they're playing Marco Polo. Oh, yeah, Marco Polo. And then he and then it immediately just goes into a song. I yeah. forgot about that song. Really? That I, musical number. I never did because I always remember the line from the clown. He's like, hey, kids, it's me. I, I bet, bet you thought, thought that I was dead. But when I, I fell down, I just broke my hip and got, got a, a hemorrhage in, in my head. head. I, my favorite part is Veronica. I thank you for beating the shit out of me. <laughs> the way the no kids one can take singing. what my father has built unless, unless that, that man is me. me. I knew you had it, didn't you? Oh, more um, more than us, uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, it, I was thinking this while that scene was going on. Like, how has he not been in a fucking Disney movie yet? Like yeah. as an animated fucking character, well, you know what? He can, he's probably, got pipes, probably because he's probably got contract. control. No, probably because he's got control with the Hotel Trail Transylvania. Right. He doesn't have to worry about the Disney, and he's got ten of them made or whatever. You know. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I know. What, I know what you're getting at. But uh, anyways, uh, Patrick, what's your what's your background with uh, the film Billy Madison? <laughs> uh, I loved it. Watched it all the time as a kid. Yeah, I had it on tape, had it taped off TV, had the version taped off TV that had the kickball scene. Yeah. Um, uh, My friends and I, it was like on at every party, you know, when I was a kid. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. What about you? Pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, I can remember stars TV. Yeah. Like summer of 96 on stars. It was just on nonstop. Mm -hmm. And this movie is perfect for television. Yeah, because uh, you can catch it whenever, you know, yeah. and it's basically it's it's more skit driven. You know what yeah. I mean? So you, you, you're you not too invested. You can jump in and jump out. And but it's uh, done yeah. better. The story's fucking weird or whatever. But like it is skit driven, but it's got a better story than like, let's compare it to like a Zoolander. Yeah, like, I think it's actually got like more heart and stuff in it. And I love the way the dad is played and stuff. And- totally. You know, I, I I think also Eric and, is a bad guy, and I think he plays his and the story bad. of Billy Madison just becoming you know a a real human because like yeah. you got gibberish Billy and drunk nudie magazine Billy yeah. to begin with, and then by the end of the movie he's like hanging out with Ernie mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, original nerds at high school, you know, and he's got like uh, a friend in. Uh, fucking uh steve buscemi and he's yeah. got a girlfriend you know he's made i love he's had a hero's journey so what i was planning on watching it when i went to bed or watching it on my computer because i have it on dvd because i assume it's on whatever streaming but whatever and then it just happened to be on yesterday afternoon yeah on cmt country music television with all the shits and stuff in it, like all the curses were in it um and so i was watching it and i started literally at the part where Hey everybody, it's Billy, and he comes back from high school to see the. Yeah. And he's like, "I can't hey, wait till I go to high school, Billy." Don't say that. I love. Don't that you fat kid. ever say that? That fat kid when yeah. he's getting his face shook down by Billy is great. Also, uh, when he's dancing, the sand- 
during yes. the song he's off by himself doing and he's, he's doing like a thing it. yeah he's great there are um, so many awkward kids and uh this movie's great because it's the 90s yeah so i knew all of those kids yeah, you know what i mean everything there's just random kids are. popping up everywhere in different styles and also shit, it's just... the there's a little fat shit not the star fat shit but the another little fat shit who went on to play uh young hurate no young guy uh, oh god what's his name the guy who's a drug addict from dirty work Artie lang yeah, he, the one of those fat shits went on to play a young Artie Lang in Dirty Work. Oh, fun! A couple years later, yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Um, but I loved it. I think it's great. It's, I mean, so many things in it. To this day, I'm like, what a weird scene. Yeah, the part that's... where they take the pickles, throw it at the window. Yeah, have a conversation. Then I look over and they're like, go, 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 go. Oh, looks like my also, night's getting better. As a kid, I had no idea what the fuck that they were yelling about. Also, I love that they, you, he asked for a Jack Nicholson qualifier mm-hmm. and then doesn't even like go Jack Nicholson, where it's like, uh, you know, who would you rather bang Jack Nicholson or Meg Ryan? And he's like Jack Nicholson, 1972 now, or, or Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And then 1972 is like, oh, Meg Ryan. Well, I just like the idea that he I think it's that 90s homophobia where him considering yeah, the guy, it makes it gay, you know. That's a great piece of poop. It's a nice piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, I love when he's knocking on the door. He's like, "Hello, <laughs> you the me's are going on the date." Here, here's Frank a nice piece. Of, here's a nice piece of shit. Also, uh, one of the best scenes of all time is early in the movie. Uh, one of the finest improvised scenes too. I might add, which a lot of this is improvised. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the director. Uh, is it but, Dugan? Dennis no, no. Dugan? I forget her name, uh, but she uh, did a bunch of music videos. She did CB4. She did Half-Baked. Oh, uh, I'll look her up. Really, uh, really interesting career. I listened to her do a uh, interview as well, but uh, one of the few like female uh, directors from the 90s and uh like i said she went on to uh amara davis yeah yeah with quite she's like 20 something little blonde uh i'm just talking about how they really kind of gave everybody room to like be funny and uh they got to kind of do whatever they wanted Mm -hmm. because people didn't think adam sandler was funny yeah and it was just this movie that like nobody really cared about. So Sandler was able to do a lot more of his own shit, including the uh, shampoo versus conditioner scene. Yeah. Which shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. I make the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really, fool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop and looking then, at me, Swan. And his face after he says, stop looking at me, Swan. And that's before he comes down and has the dinner mm-hmm. with his dad. Oh, my God. With the best scene is just him being like, oh, I'll tell you what, Carl can stay in my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always Billy? love. Oh, yeah. They have the meeting uh, to announce who's going to be the uh, fucking uh, heiress to the company. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Billy we're having a meeting here. I got something to tell you. And he's like, what? Eric, Eric, oh, he's going to have a baby. Pregnant? Eric's pregnant. Oh. 
Ooh, he's going to be, be a soccer player. Yes, he is. There's a part right there where you yes. can tell the edits were done. They shot it a few times yeah. because it's like, God damn it, Billy. I'm trying to tell you that I'm giving the company. Oh, I'm changing he's like, retiring and I'm getting the, the company Frank shirt. And he goes, yeah, but it's like, okay, so he does the Frank shirt. And then he's like, God damn it, Billy. I'm telling you that I'm, I'm retiring and I'm giving the company to Eric, not you. And he goes, what? And then there's yeah. a cut and it's very serious. Adam Sandler acting going, you're going to give the company to Eric. He is a bad man. Yeah. Which Eric really isn't a bad man until like he pulls a gun out. Well, he's been he's a bad kind of he's kind of just an asshole. The no, entire he's a time. bad man. He blackmailed the principal. OK, he, he's done all Fair. sorts of shit. Fair. He's a bad person. OK. Um, all right. All right. But, uh, you know, I bet you he could have ran the company. I love what well. they, what does he do? What does Eric do that then he's just like, and he's like, uh, please, Billy, no gibberish tonight, please. Yeah, yeah, he's you. making faces uh, at the dinner table. What a good dude. Yeah. Little guy, fun all around. I watch a lot of, I've been paying attention to this, like, gossip site, this gossip Instagram page called uh, Domoi. It's like the popular uh-huh. gossip mag now. And people send in when they see people. And it's like if you, you know, like if I saw Conan O'Brien at the goddamn, I don't know, Starbucks, I, I could email it in. And people see Adam Sandler all the time and they always say he's very nice. He'll always he's always taking photos and being polite yeah. and stuff like that. That's, I, uh, that's what uh, Tamara Davis was saying in an interview. Is, yeah, uh, he's he always makes time for people and he always uh is immediately humbling yeah uh, like down to like everybody's level and uh it's always came off that way i mean there's a reason why he made a bunch of bad movies just for his friends essentially yeah just to get his friends money and shit yeah i mean jack and jill like he's doing that because he has a production company and everybody gets a big fat fucking paycheck do you know who's in jack and jill i just found out the other day al pacino no jared from subway (laughs) Yeah, he's got a scene where he's like hitting on Jill. All right. Hey, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah know, I mean, obviously, this was that's uh, that's acting. You know, that's why it's called acting. Um, I'll tell you what Tamara Davis's next movie that's in pre-production is. Ready? What's that? The Slinky movie. She's done a shitload of music videos and too, TV with shows. Like everybody. Yeah, she's she's a she's probably one of the busiest. Well, that's kind of fun that like. If you think about it, because like Wayne's World was directed by Amy Heckerling. Yeah. The fact that they're actually like they were looking for women directors back then. Who directed? She also did Crossroads. She did. Yeah. The Britney Spears movie. Yeah. Who directed Coneheads. Was that a lady as well? Uh, Nope. Steve Barron. But it was written oh, yeah. by a woman, Bonnie Turner, who was a creator Wait, of. I love like I think we're 12, 13 minutes into this movie yeah. and Billy's already. Back to school. Back to school. To prove to, to dad, dad that, that I'm no fool. I got my lunch packed up. My boots tied tight. Oh, I hope I, I don't, don't get, get in, in a fight. fight. Oh, and then the bus. Yeah. And it just cuts to take you, daddy. And his dad's dropping him <laughs> off at school. Um, yeah. Yeah. With uh, first grade's fucking great, too. Yeah. Like the, this movie just pretty much breaks down into first grade montage or first grade spelling bee, third grade montage, high school, academic decathlon. Yeah. But uh, Miss Lippy is fucking 
the best. Yeah. Like uh, I was always creeped out when she's like pa- putting paste over her eyeballs. Me too. Yeah. Mostly just good paste related jokes. Yeah. In first grade, because you also have when uh, Billy Madison is like he starts eating the paste, mm-hmm. and it just starts eating more and more. There's a couple really weird jokes in this movie. That is one where Billy just starts eating the paste. Okay. Oh yeah. During the decathlon. When he pulls the boot out of the thing and everybody cheers like as yeah. if he really did some scientific thing. Also, right? when Eric sets himself on and fire. And then Eric's just on fucking fire. It's so and everybody's laughing. Funny. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the the disbelief there. Uh my I still think one of the funniest things, and I think I did this like in school once. I like did this like at a uh, assembly or something like as like a sketch, but it was the uh uh, Miss Lippy, the thing I didn't like about the book was when the little boy lost yeah. the dog, he gave up looking at only after only half an hour. I mean, you got you to recognize you, you got a, a responsibility. You don't just look for an hour and give up. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. Yeah. And she's just like, I think it's time to play dodgeball. <laughs> Miss, which is Miss Lippy's time. Uh, fun fact, that dodgeball scene. They ha- if you watch it, yeah, there are a lot of really quick cuts. Oh yeah, uh, after the kids get hit with dodgeballs because they were fucking crying. Oh like, damn! Adam Sandler, uh, like was telling the director, like, hurt kids, hurting kids is funny. Yeah. So they uh got a waiver. That's the parents so funny. had to sign a waiver for the scene and of course they're all stage parents yeah so they're like, like fuck, yes fuck yeah and Adam i don't Sandler love this was kid. like he he went tom brady on him he yeah. had them deflate the balls a little bit more so he could really fucking wing these things and he is just letting loose in the dodgeball scene at this these fucking kids and making them cry and shit that's so funny yeah uh god damn and I... also we get the great uh mortal Kombat versus donkey kong debate oh, yeah which is also funny because Sonya Blade it's, is a yeah. fucking teacher down the hallway. Did that, she retire uh, from actor acting, Brigitte Nielsen? I, I think feel like so. I don't see her anymore. Oh, you I, just don't uh, watch uh, tennis. I had such a... Oh, Brigitte Wilson. Sorry. I, I like that movie she did such... with French Stewart. I think it was called Love Stinks. I don't think it aged well, but uh, I remember liking it back in the day. But Miss Lippy, she's great say, the entire time, out, time. Did you say that the... the tennis thing because she's married to pete sampras yeah okay go ahead it's also great uh sideburns the janitor oh my god when he's getting the information and he's like yes uh miss billy likes has a to blue drink car soda my favorite thing Ms. about Lippie's that car is and I ne- green i never noticed it but he's at eric's uh office giving details about the kindergarten class. Yeah, so he's just... Yeah. And he's got his mop with him. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, oh. what, about, what about you, Cyburns? You want some of this milk? <laughs> I love when... Well, I'd rather I, have a beer. I'd rather have a beer. Uh, That's such a good line, too, where he's like, hey, you want the, some of this milk? No milk. Will ever be our milk. I yeah, mean, simple like, no would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. Like, if you think about it from like, is it creepy that she fucks him? Billy? Yeah, because I mean, he is of age. 
Yeah, I double dare you. But it is his teacher. That's assault, brother. Yeah. I dare you to touch your boob. Yeah. Touch her boob. It is funny how quickly the relate like that's what the relationship was built on was the uh, boob touching. Yeah, and, yeah. And Ernie being his pants. Yeah. If because they if- immediately cut after that and they're they're like uh she's like way nicer than yeah. she's been if pee in your pants is cool consider me miles davis that's the grossest oh. thing i ever heard what's uh, great too who, is who uh, ate 34 lunches <laughs> billy. chris chris farley and norm mcdonald behind the bus so billy madison draws a blue duck we yeah. don't know why he gets to pass grades when he does. It's very arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. But he draws a blue duck, and then boom, fucking uh, Rolex watches for the whole class. They have the little fucking carnivals, which is like some of the best stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a wonderful day. Hey, Billy, you want to go pour some beer in a bucket and get that donkey all fucked up? Maybe later. <laughs> Maybe later. The Snot Queen is yours. Because I, I love that fucking song because it cuts to Billy Madison just being like, yeah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> just such a, uh, Also, the first grade party has one of the best parts where uh, fucking Bradley. Uh, Whitford. Whitford is just great in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he always is, but for whatever reason, he's going to the parties. And <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, he's in a three-legged race with a kid, and just like he's like, come on, kids, you're making a fool of me. You're embarrassing yourself. Get up. Oh my god. Yeah. What a weird like amount of like uh, whatever disbel or what's the word? Yeah. Like you have to move. What's the? What am I trying to say? God, why are words so hard? Suspend your belief on what a yeah. person can do. Uh, I love because uh, <laughs> then they go from there to the uh, spelling bee. Yes, second grade, all we get is a spelling bee. Rudo, and I love that little girl. Yeah, uh, just like mean mugging and like getting pissed off that Adam Sandler is just like whipping the ass in the spelling bee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. she's doing. And a lot I, I love when he's like, uh, uh, number one, when she gets it wrong, she goes. She's just trying to spell couch. And then she's like, C O. And then as soon as she says W, Billy just built out, no, no. <laughs> Billy, do you remember that spelling bee you lost in the first grade? Rock R O K. Uh, yeah. So what's your point? R O C K. Ah, the C is silent. The C is silent. Oh, good. <laughs> and he says that to Eric and yeah. Carl at the same time. Oh my God. I'm just looking at quotes right now. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> like what's interesting, I was listening to that podcast by the director yeah. and uh, she, you know, she knew like the movie had its following and everything, but it wasn't until like years later when she's on sets and like hearing people quote it. Yeah. And like, she's, knows that they're not like oh that's the billy madison director so i'm going to quote billy madison she knows it's like that's just part how of people people's talk. like like brained well be like i am the smartest man alive that is such a sports world thing the more i watch like mcafee and like rich eisen and stuff athletes quote billy madison and happy gilmore and zoolander and america uh anchorman and stuff all the yeah. time 
Yeah. Like it's it's like part of their way to speak is like talk about your all time backfires, you know? Or, well, these are our memes before memes. Yeah. Nineties studio comedies. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is the uh, no, I will not make out with you. Yeah, don't talk to me. This girl wants that? to make out with me in the middle of You're a loser. You got chlorophyll, man, up there talking about God knows what. Well, I'm over that's here. What's she's great too is Adam Sandler, like as he is, like he's very sophomoric, you know, but like he uh it's like the best version of that. So, like, of course, he's like a hit for the third graders, you know uh-huh. what I mean. And he's making friends with all the third graders. And the minute he shows up to high school. Yeah, he's got like, the fucking T-Bird and the Ario Speedwagon shirt. Yeah, and he's rocking some fucking Billy Squire and mm-hmm. just like posting up and acting like a badass. And everybody's like, no, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you're trying to impress Gen X kids? You know, I, like a, here. I love the Juanita, too, and how she sings in that song. In the- oh, yeah. But the what he's like, you know, I like my snack pack. Why don't you just give me a snack pack? I thought I was your snack pack. That's gross. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, couch. C O W. No. Now what's great is his first day at third grade. Yeah, is when he's in class, and then uh, he's like social studies division. This is gonna be hard. First grade, <laughs> I mean, second grade, second grade was a breeze, but social studies division. It's going to be hard. The way he says it to that kid, the first kid, man, I'm so nervous. First, second grade were easy, but social studies, yeah. long division, this could be tough. And the kid just gives him nothing. Yeah. And then he just turns and says it again. Also, you got to keep in mind that he is progressing at a different level. Yeah. But those kids are all just halfway into a year of second or third grade or whatever. So they're just kind of like, what? Yeah. And then uh, Ernie's like, relax, dude. We got a good teacher. And then, uh, old veronica vaughn walks in he's like jackpot when ernie what does ernie say when he calls the he calls veronica vaughn remember oh yeah yeah uh he asks if she's single yeah and if he would ever consider going out with a student now i love when she shows up she's Mm -hmm. already dismissive of billy and one of my favorite jokes in the like one of the jokes that like i didn't get at first but when I rewatch really makes me laugh is when she's like, open up your uh, leading reading is fun to the story. My sister, Fanny and all the kids laugh. Uh, and then she says on page 69. Oh and, yeah. And then Billy and laughs all by himself. And he's like, ah, 69. And, the, and none of the kids laugh, but the kids were laughing at Fanny. That's really funny because I didn't realize that I'm getting that now. Yeah. As a kid, I thought the joke was everybody laughed at Fanny and there's no reason that's funny. So then he laughs at 69 because there's no reason that's funny. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, it's because it's like, you know, it's fucking and sucking me at the same time. That's right. That's fun. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, God damn. Uh, hey, is this Danny McGrath who graduated from Nib High in 1984? <laughs> That's Steve Buscemi's character. Yeah, which is also don't worry about it. The script is and how many things tie back in because he's getting hazed at uh, high school, and uh, Veronica Vaughn's like, "Hey, maybe you weren't the nicest to people when you were in high school." Yeah. So like, and it's a really like you can see in that scene like uh, 
how genuine Adam Sandler is as Billy Madison, like calling to apologize. You yeah. can see some of his like uh, eventual like dramatic, dramatic. yeah, uh, roles in there. Like it's it's probably the realest scene in the movie. I just love know? Buscemi being like, yeah, sure, not a problem. And he's like, maybe we can get a drink sometime. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'd like that. Be cool. And then he crosses and crosses. <laughs> yep. And then at the end, when he shoots Eric, it's just like, boy, am I glad I called that guy. And then Bushimi, who's a goddamn great actor, does a thing where when he leaves the room, he's got that rifle and he like ducks out and looks both ways and then heads down. Like it's so such yeah. like he's in a military op. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, that scene really just drives home uh, one of the stars of the movie really is the soundtrack yeah sandler was able to especially for how small of a movie this was they really pulled in pulled together a pretty goddamn good soundtrack they got sticks and elo and fucking billy squire Mm -hmm. and jackson five and fucking uh uh the valentine's day scene Uh, yeah i don't know what song that is but like that's another one that uh uh you know the it's like a new wavy song where all the girls are giving him valentine's day cards and then he gets yeah. one from the principal the principal well. and he's like what does it say p.s i do anal or something no i'm horny oh p.s come I'm on this horny. is 1994 i don't know he probably does do anal if he's trying to get billy to fuck his butt right right um yeah and then okay so then uh eric uh pays off the principal to say that he got paid off. Yeah, once Billy gets to high school. Or blackmails the principal. And then, so Billy quits the I, the plan, which was, you know, he had to go, he had so many time to do it all. Was it um, Eric? I thought it was a damn Sasquatch that did it. He would, what are you talking about Sasquatch? Yeah, I'll tell you who did it. It was that damn Sasquatch. I, I don't know that line. I don't remember that. Oh, it, uh, it's who would steal 36 kid lunches. Oh, yes. And then it's the woman. The old lady goes, it's that damn Sam Squitch. Yeah. I was thinking uh, the penguin. I guess fucking uh, Chris Farley like did four shots of espresso to get ready for that. Oh, my God. When Chris Farley's like, uh, they throw the sandwich at him or whatever. And he's like, I turn this goddamn bus around. Kick it off the road. That'll impress this real trip pretty goddamn quick. And it's just fun that like Billy had a previous relationship with the bus driver. Like they already yeah. knew each other. Whoa. Uh, this guy, yeah, this maniac, Veronica Vaughn. He goes, this maniac can't drive when he touches her boob. Yeah. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. This maniac can't drive. Chris Farley like shoots him and look, look in the mirror. <laughs> and Chris Farley like, yeah. is, just eats every fucking scene he's in. Yeah, in this. He's so it's good. fucking hilarious. Especially when he shows up later when he's studying. Yeah, you know, and he's like, they that got the is correct, and then pulls also, off how shirt. often have you said that is correct? Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. The part where he's like, when so she's doing the strip, tri- yeah, whatever you want to call it, 1974, 1975, 1974, 1978, 1984. Oh, yeah. god, please don't do that. Oh, it's so good. Or when he makes out with her photo, and oh, <laughs> yeah, and he's like grabbing her, yeah, really getting in there. Yep. Um, goddamn. So then he goes to the decathlon and I love how how this is such a weird rich people situation where he's like, what about what if I just we do a decathlon me versus him? And the dad is like, "Okay, sure. Yeah. (laughs) You know, 
Like, and then the principal at the high school is like, oh my is God. like one of the best. Like, what's great about uh, old Sandler movie or just Sandler movies in general is uh, he has affinity for like one off characters yes. that like are just random ass jokes, you know, be it like the caddy from fucking yeah. Billy Madison or the Mista Mista lady or like, you know, there, there's tons of them. And the fucking principal who like, up top is like already complaining about his bitch whore bitch yeah. whore wife who cheated which, on him yeah who cheated on him and that and just so we can just to get it out there that principal is uh james downey who was a writer for snl from 77 to 2022 okay. yeah and he also was in a bunch of, he's in wayne's world he's like a major comedy guy yeah well he's yeah. fucking great in this and he also has one of the best lines ever for the final mm-hmm. of the uh decathlon when Billy tries to talk about the industrial revolution, but uh, the whole decathlon scene is fucking it's great. It's so funny when he they race and then he knocks him over and that kid's like, did you see that guy's balls? Yeah, yeah they were especially, weird. Especially the way it goes where Billy gets waste like burnt in the race and it cuts to fucking Bradley Whitford. He's like, yeah, second team All-American, yell track. And Billy's like, oh, is that right? And then pushes him over and then, yeah, the fucking... And when Billy did when you see that guy's balls when he's playing the horn and he's like he or no uh Whitford's pull Eric's playing the fiddle, violin and then and he's really great. good and then Billy's like honk, honk, honk. he's good <laughs> like can't yeah. even deny it I like the acting scene because I think you could argue that uh Bradley Whitford's Hamlet was better than Adam Sandler. Well, yeah, and the way the drama teacher runs in and is like runs up to like applauding. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I love Adam Sandler doing Hamlet, and I would oh, love yeah. to see just to live to die no more. Yeah, it's so good. But he dressed up, you know. Bradley yeah. Whitford didn't dress up. He and, didn't dress and, for the part. and in all fairness, Bradley Whitford's reading it from the book. Yeah. Billy's got it from memory. He has a prop. He has a yeah. skull. <clears throat> yeah. You can't be Hamlet without the skull. Mm-mm, you cannot be. Um, and then there's uh so then they go to the stage and just the the categories that are from the principal that are like my wife the whore, you know. <laughs> uh there uh-huh. will, I will not there will be no cheating, especially with my wife. Uh, who, as a reminder, is a dirty, dirty slut. You can tell that that's like Norm MacDonald esque, like writing. Oh, yeah. There, you know, which is funny too, because that's uh, kind of like the old lady from uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah, very much. Where so. it's like uh, uh, the Saigon whore. Yeah. That bit my nose off. From now, I just want to be clear. Like, you think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You want I was making sure you didn't think that. No, no, no. There's the old lady and the old guy from uh, Tommy Boy that, like, uh, it's a Saigon horror joke in there too. Maybe. Um, let's no, see. No, it is. Oh uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe I, who's to know? Yes or no? Wrong or right? Maybe. So, anyways, uh, Eric, which is funny, uh, in the final category he gets is business ethics. Yeah. Which is funny because he has no business. And ethics. it's funny, like the way that it's presented, like being a shitty guy in business would make you freak out at having to answer a question about business ethics yeah uh and billy does the question the thing about um oh 
Billy gets the question about a book about the book, the Industrial Revolution. Revolution. And well, the industry was changing society. Like the puppy and the society, and then that uh, whole fucking line. I hope you have it pulled up. I'm what- pulling it up right now. Hold on, uh, Billy Madison quote society. So you see, the puppy was like industry. And that they were both lost in the woods. <laughs> and, and the little boy, society, knew there was knew where to find them, except the puppy was a dog. But the industry, my friends, that was a revolution. And then there's a big applause and, and clap. The, and then yeah. principal goes, Mr. Madison, said. what you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, what a great fucking line. Okay, a simple wrong would have been fine. Nip high football rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, If there is any attempt for either contestant to cheat, especially with my wife, who is a dirty, dirty tramp, I am going to snap. Do I make myself clear? <laughs> Principal rocks. Um, yeah. And then, and then Eric snaps during his trying to answer the uh, uh, business questions. ethics, pulls out a gun and then gets shot in the ass by Steve Buscemi's character. With and Billy, classic, boy, am I glad I called that guy. That guy. Uh, and then, uh, the principal runs out and tackles him because he because Eric gets the gun and is going to shoot yeah. uh, Veronica Vaughn. Dressed as a revolt, yeah, revolting the blob. blob. And he comes out and attacks him. And then uh, Veronica Vaughn's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And then she immediately leaves him alone to go to Billy. And you can hear the principal or I mean, you know, the blob in the background being like, I'm a little shook up and I'm kind of scared. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and then it ends with them. Well, how's it really end? He graduates and gives the company to Carl. Oh, Carl, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy who's not Abe Vigoda, but ha- looks like a young Abe Vigoda. Yeah, man. Who is that? I'm gonna look him up. And what okay. else is he in? So, uh, how many causes? I would give Billy Madison four causes. Same. It's a four causey for me. For how good it is, and I'm oh Larry. That's Larry Hankin, of course. Famous Larry Hankin from uh, he's in uh, he was the the roommate that lived upstairs in uh, Friends. Oh yeah, and he was also on in the uh, what's it called that movie the uh, UHF? No, the El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's a stand up from San Francisco from like the seventies. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was great. Uh, he's in pre. Oh wow, the movie he was in right before this was Prehysteria Two. <laughs> Remember Prehysteria? <laughs> yeah. Those movies were crazy. He was also in the It's Pat movie. Um, he played Abraham Lincoln in an episode of Step by Step. So that's, that's good. solid casting. Four star, four causes, though. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't it's know a if classic. It, if it was in the episode about where we did an Adam Sandler episode or something, but we have in depth talked about this movie on this podcast. Oh, it, I mean, I don't know about in depth, but. Uh, we had an Adam Sandler episode. And- yeah, that was early, though. I feel like yeah. it was more recent talking about it. But either way, 
Um, I did I, love it. I, I mean, this is great. one of my most quoted movies of all oh, time. Yeah. Like throughout my life. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, yeah. It was great think- to rewatch it. I haven't rewatched it for a while. And uh, while I didn't need to rewatch it, because, yeah. again, the movie really breaks, really just breaks down into uh, skit, skits. Yeah. You know? Like what is some gr- of the, do you, I know we've kind of talked about it, but like the most quoted things from this movie for me is, uh, and not that I use it all the time, but like, penguin, don't you dare run away. <laughs> like I oh, always yeah. say that. Oh yeah. Um, it's too damn hot for penguins. Yeah. I, I'll say that to myself oh, in yeah. July. Yeah. It's 20,000 fucking times. It's too damn hot for penguins just to be walking around. I literally put shampoo on first after mm-hmm. saying shampoo was better. It goes on first. Yeah. In 90% of my showers over the last 25 years. Yeah. I'm not bragging. That's just how I take showers. Yeah. That's something I say on stage. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's a fucking fantastic. So thanks, thanks to all you guys for uh chime and chiming in and giving us all your let's go to the listeners. Let's see what the yeah, F- thanks NFers. for suggesting it, listeners. Let's see what the NFR requesting it on Patreon. Yeah. Um what do you got going on this week? You got any shows coming up? Uh, no, I'm going to be in Milwaukee, oh, yeah. uh, for the, uh, anniversary slash Orville Peck show, but, uh, doing a show, uh, the following Saturday, was that going to be like the 10th or 11th at the Fremont? Oh, yeah. I haven't done comedy at the Fremont in a What's very that long show? time. Who's uh, running just some, some show Mark's putting together or somebody. Cool. I don't know. Is it in the back room? I hope not. In yes. The... Yeah. Boy, I loved that. I love that little side stage back there. We should yeah. have done shows there all the time. Yeah. Well, we didn't know how to book. Yeah, we, we should have. Um, but fantastic. I uh, enjoyed that. I got we got Hello Beautiful this Friday. We've moved to Friday. Oh, yeah. So uh, come out to that at Chumbilla. Uh, the next Jackknife is our eight year anniversary show. Wow. Now we did skip year six and year seven total. But still, it has been eight years since the first one. So we're sticking with the anniversary, you know? If your wife's in a coma for two years, you still celebrate the full eight. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but so that's coming up so you can get your tickets to it. Um, I, yeah, yeah, other random New York shows. Just look on my bio on PatrickHasty.com. Uh, at Patrick Hasty on Twitter. At Reamcore on Twitter. That's right. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Nostalgic Front. On Twitter, the Nostalgia Front Podcast on Instagram. Get on our Patreon, give us a dollar, two dollars, or twenty-five thousand dollars. Be cool, never die. And as always, remember if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Theme song by the band Heels out of Memphis, Tennessee. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure, and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.